Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I am your host, James Ryan, and today I am going to be discussing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, this is the latest MCU movie, a movie that was actually supposed to come before the last Spider-Man movie, but they Marvel decided to push or, push their dates around and move them around, and it doesn't really make sense after seeing this movie why they changed the order of them. I There must be have been some other reason that I just didn't bother looking up, but I definitely think this movie should have come before Spider-Man, seeing that the newest Spider-Man movie does deal with the multiverse. Um, it would have made a little bit more sense. But anyway, let's jump into the plot of this one. Uh, Dr. Stephen Strange, he casts this forbidden spell. It opens this doorway into the multiverse. There are other versions of Dr. Strange. Um, but at the same time, he has to deal with the threat of the Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, who, if you haven't seen WandaVision, you are going to be kind of lost when it comes to her motives in this and why she's doing what she's doing. Even having seen WandaVision, that was part of the movie that was a little bit questionable for me. Um, I just, she kind of goes from being one character in the Avengers movies, Infinity War, and Endgame, all of a sudden jumping into a character who's just like, who's out for blood. Um, and that's where Sam Raimi's direction and uh, comes in so strongly because he has the right blend of kind of campiness and comedy, but then he also can really bring in some of those horror elements. And that's where this movie really shines. There's one scene in particular that a lot of parents are upset about because it's definitely the most violent um, scene in the MCU. Um, but it is a little bit reminiscent of Carrie. Um, I was definitely having Carrie flashbacks while watching this scene, um, but I thought it was really, really well done and kind of really captured Sam Raimi as a director, um, which you can't really say a lot of the MCU movies do. A lot of them feel kind of cookie cutter, and you're just like, oh, I, I couldn't tell that it was done by this director. This one has a clear tone. Um, so... And again, I think that works in its benefit. There's a reason I think this movie is probably in the top 10 uh, Marvel movies. And again, I'm just so glad that they finally made a movie that focuses on Doctor Strange that I really, really enjoyed. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch's take and the writer's take on Doctor Strange's character has not been my favorite. He's kind of been the jerk character for the last several movies. But this is finally a movie that puts him in a different light you finally getting to see kind of the Doctor Strange from the comics. So I really, really did appreciate that. This movie is much, much smaller than expected as well. Um, I think people are going into this movie thinking that it was going to set up the MCU for years to come, but it's actually a, a small story and kind of a one-off. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's going to be... Again, there will be things that happen because this movie happened, but it's not going to be some huge event like Infinity War or Endgame or Civil War that's going to set up the next several movies. That's not how this movie is, and I actually appreciated that a lot. I know there are some people that feel the other way about that, um, but for me, I actually liked it being a smaller story and that focus on Doctor Strange's character and kind of seeing a little more depth from him. Um, really, really worked well. There, the, Because it's a smaller story, it's not like the 2016 movie that relied so much on the visual aspect, which, again, is super, super important with Doctor Strange as he's jumping from dimension to dimension. 
this movie doesn't there's one or two scenes where there's a lot of that going on and a lot of really cool um cgi done by the visual artist but for the most part there there's a lot of practical effects in this and again like i said cgi has to be used in certain scenes and i think the first 20 or 30 minutes of this movie were starting to lose me um but then that the next hour hour and a half i think sam raimi really redeemed himself you might be watching the first little bit of this and being like okay this is something seems a little off but he does find his footing eventually so you have to kind of stick through that beginning portion once wanda maximoff comes on the screen the movie is close to the top of the mcu it's just that the beginning when they're introducing a few new characters is so weak um, that it does bring the movie down as a whole Um, but overall i mean if you are a fan of the mcu if you are a fan of dr strange you're definitely going to want to check this one out again if you are not a fan i'm stating the obvious but if you are not a fan of the superhero genre this is not going to be the movie for you this is not going to be the movie that changes your mind if you are looking for a movie that might change your mind on the superhero genre i know i reviewed it a few months back but i would definitely recommend checking out the batman um that remains my favorite movie my favorite superhero movie of i don't know definitely the last five or six years um but it may be my favorite superhero movie ever. It's really, really good. Um, and I'm definitely planning on checking it out again. So check out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness if you are a fan of the MCU. Uh, next week, I will be back. I'm going to be doing a double feature. Um, I'm going to be watching Fitzcarraldo um, by Werner Herzog. And I'm also going to be watching Burden of Dreams. I'm reading a large, <laughs> large book. Um, about Werner Herzog. It's actually just a transcript of interviews um, that he did with this writer, and it's really, really interesting. And again, I'm kind of going back into his Werner Herzog's filmography. I know I reviewed his 2016 documentary, Lo and Behold, all about how technology is influencing the world. Um, But I'm kind of going back, and maybe I'm not going to start with his first movies, but I'm going to kind of hit the movies that he is at least best known for. Maybe I'll end up watching all the movies he directed, um, but definitely looking forward to kind of jumping back into some Werner Herzog movies. Um, again, I kind of hold him and like Vim Vendors, and when I'm thinking of European directors, they're like two, two of my favorites. So I'm definitely looking forward to that series. Um, but yeah, I'll be back next week, uh, Saturday, one o'clock. At some point in the next week, too, I'm also going to be reviewing Revenge of the Sith. I made it through the prequel trilogy. Yay. (laughs) Clear sailing from here on out, mostly. I mean, some of the newer ones are not so great either, but pretty much clear sailing. A few clouds along the way. So look forward to that as well, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode.